Well, welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner. Today, my guest is Mike Broadwell, and we're going to be talking about crystal fusion light therapy, how you can have better sleep, less stress, and pain with this therapy. Mike Broadwell has spent the last decade specializing in crystal fusion light therapy, working with leading specialists in the fields of integrative health and wellness. He offers training, consulting, and ongoing support for practitioners and individuals. He has recently launched his own crystal fusion light device called Solar Gem. I hope you enjoy this conversation today with Mike Broadwell. So welcome, Mike. It's an honor to have you on the podcast. Well, it's my pleasure. It's really an honor to be here. Oh, thank you. Well, we got to know each other through mutual colleagues, and I interviewed you on the Body Electric 2.0, and I know this has been your passion and life's work for a while, and I know that you're in this really fun next chapter for yourself in this evolution of how you work and what you've created, and we call it crystal fusion light therapy. So for some people, this might be really a new term, and so what are we talking about when we're saying crystal fusion light therapy? Yeah, well, it's it's kind of a fusion of several elements, including crystals or gemstones. That's kind of the, the core element. But we also have color filters, and we have full spectrum light, which is broad spectrum light, like sunlight, not a laser, but a, what we call polychromatic or like sunlight, as close as we can get it. And then we have some frequencies as well that are embedded. And of course, all of those are frequencies, but this is actually a strobing effect that you can add or, or other frequencies we can embed into the process. So it's kind of a fusion of all those modalities, which in their own right are used as therapies. So it kind of is like the sum is, or the whole is greater than the sum of the parts sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I love that. And as I learn more about the, you know, what I would call biofield therapies or therapies that work on the electromagnetic field and the subtle energy body, and of course, how that affects our biochemistry and our physical body, you know, I, I learn, you know, the more layering that we can do with these modalities, I think the more potent that they can become. Maybe again, breaking down how you chose these, this combination. So maybe just starting with your knowledge of how crystals or gemstones have a healing effect um, for our physical bodies. Yeah, well, crystals are the core of communication. I mean, we're actually communicating here from all the, you know, I'm halfway across the country, <laughs> not only all the way across the country, but computers, uh, transistors, everything is made from crystal. So they're, they're known to carry information. So really in the, what we're doing with healing or therapy work, it's the same thing. The crystals are communicating with our bodies on a level that our bodies recognize. And, you know, it's kind of like TCM or acupuncture, you know, it's, who knows who came up with it thousands of years ago, but almost every culture was using crystals and gemstones. It's what we call in the engineering world, tribal knowledge. You know, it's just passed down from generation to generation. We may not understand all of it. I don't really understand a lot of it myself, but it, it works and I've, I've seen it work. But it's, it's something about the way that the crystals resonate with the different minerals in our bodies, how, how the body reacts to them in a way that's pretty profound. And, uh, one thing, if you talk to Ayurvedic practitioners, uh, they will tell you that the two ways to get the most power out of crystals is to pass light through them to carry that information into the body or to actually grind them up and drink them, which we wouldn't want to do today, but the ancients did that sort of thing. So I think the safe the safe bet is to use the light. So. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And when you're talking about, you know, crystals, of course, we, you know, I've, I've always loved crystals. And in this office that I'm sitting in, I have maybe five or six I'm staring at. And, you know, there's something that um, not only beautiful, but how they can really um, augment the um, feeling that you can get in a space. And so there's something nonverbal, I think, that people who are drawn to this understand. And as you said, like science catches up of how we really can explain these things. And one of the things, too, I think about when we think about communication within our own physical bodies. And we, we talk a lot um, about this crystalline structure within our bodies and even the knowledge of exclusion zone waters in the body and um, how that really forms more of a crystal-like structure in the cell, within um, the water in the body, within, um, you know, surrounding the fascia and the connective tissue. So for me, it's not really a far leap to think about how, um, of course, you know, crystals can carry, you know, information through uh, frequencies that can communicate with our physical bodies to maybe unblock areas of dissonance or, you know, areas that are either um, overwhelmed with toxicity or infections or emotions, and it can be a layer to treatment. And so I, I'm with you and I'm, of course, evolving my understanding as well. And then, then you, you know, now just shared, okay, if we pair the crystal with light, you know, we get this whole other layer of information information. And I'd love for you to just explain what you share that it's not like a laser light or, you know, there's a lot of terms, especially that I share with patients and educate people about photobiomodulation or using lasers or LED or near infrared or photodynamic therapy. So can you just explain really where this crystal fusion light therapy, what kind of light that you are using to communicate with the body? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's really we're trying to emulate sunlight as best we can. And normally in a clinic like today, it's going to be 100 degrees oh, wow. <laughs> uh, in Wichita, Kansas in the middle of a road trip. You know, so you wouldn't really want to go and take your patients outside in 100 degree sunlight. <laughs> may not come back again. Right? Right. So we need to have a, a, an artificial way to recreate that. So we use as, as close as we can get a full spectrum type of light. So in, in the case of Solargem, I'm actually using a small camera light that I found. It's just uh, incredible how clean the signal is in the lights. And it, so it's it's really what we call full spectrum or broad daylight. It's, it's the, the widest spectrum we can get. I mean, there's probably more expensive lights. It could be more, but as far as a practical sort of thing. But we're trying to emulate the ancient practice of putting people in the sunlight and putting the gemstones on the different areas of the body so that the sunlight will then carry the information from the gemstones into the body. Mm. So it's, it's really pretty simple. I mean, we get into things like LED, and this is an LED light source. It is a, technically an LED, but it's, it's being shaped in what they call a, a daylight balance. So it's made for photographers to try to accent through their shoots with natural light as much as they can. And so that's what we're using is just uh, really a way to emulate sunlight. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, you know, when people think about the spectrum, you know, especially like from UV to, you know, infrared, we're getting that full range, you know, and I think that's what's missing, right? A lot in our everyday life, right? That we're indoors all day. We're, you know, around junk lighting, we're around circadian lighting that doesn't match uh, the, you know, the timing of the day that we're around. And we're really not only are we light beings that communicate with light and biophotons, but we're also really receptive to light. And there's a whole language of how light interacts with our biology through our eyes, you know, through our skin. Um, so no, this is a really, uh, you know, a unique 
I think, difference from other light therapies that you're using this full spectrum. You were so sweet and you gifted me this amethyst solar gem. And so if you can see, can you see that? Okay. And so walk me through, like you showed the light source and then what are we looking at here? There's uh, basically that's an acrylic holder. So you see that kind of, uh, and I'll hold one up here too, just so uh, I can point to it. So this is an acrylic casing and it's uh, very ruggedized and it's, this is all handmade too and, and uh, machine, but, but by hand. And uh, so it's a ruggedized enclosure that's holding a mixture of gemstones. And um, like I say, there's some color filters in there. So the amethyst is primarily amethyst. We do have some, in this case, some uh, kyanite in there and there's, there's different uh, mixtures and I, I name them by the primary stone, but these, uh, some of these have more than one stone in them, or they all have at least two stones, but some of them have multiples. And these are hand balanced and hand selected stones. We, we look for a certain energy. So it's not just anything we throw in there. <laughs> uh, and because there is, there's a balance to this and there's, there's a design that the stone combinations are designed to pull energy from the inner core. And I've been working with a fellow named Charles Matthew, who's got 40 plus years and working with crystal and energy and crystal and healing and has helped me uh, tremendously in, in coming up with the combinations and improving on you know what I had worked with in the past. And so it's it's pretty remarkable the, the energies these stones have and then the light just seems to amplify it coming yeah. through there. Uh, and also the color filters, let me just turn on the light to one of these. It's some people are surprised that they're not very bright. And I don't think that will, I don't know if that will show up. Either. Yeah, slightly, but yeah, they're not. Yeah, I can see the point that it's not very, very bright, but I can see the crystals being illuminated with what you're showing with the light source for those of you who are just hearing this. Mm -hmm. Okay, and there's, so there's a color filter in here. And some people say, well, how come that's kind of uh, a little bit reddish? Aren't these amethyst purple? Well, I'm using uh, Dinshaw color therapy combination. So we, we again use the color to kind of narrow the spectrum that's actually coming through because again that adds an element to shaping the energy into working for a particular function. So the amethyst in particular is really good for clearing negative energy. It's good for emotional balance. It's good for uh, chronic pain. It's remarkable what it does. So that's really good for the gut. It, it's a very broad use stone and, and it's but it's one of the best things is that clear cellular memory. That's what we want to do is clear what we're holding on to or what those negative emotions are, what those negative things are. So so that's what we're doing there. And then, you know, different stones have different colors attached to them as well. So this is a sapphire and that might be a little more bluish. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It's beautiful. Yeah, so it has a, a blue filter. So that that adds and that, again, we're shaping that with a sapphire is really good for emotional balance, but it's it's more of a indigo filter on this one in the, in the Dinshaw color uh, scheme of things. So there, there's a kind of a whole combination in science behind this and what we're trying to achieve and shape things in different ways. And um, it's kind of interesting because it's really almost about self-exploration more than just formulaic stuff. It's, it's, it's as much art as it is science. And it's really about connecting to how you feel. Because, you know, we're in this world now, and I'm sure you run across it because you do a lot of energy therapies and things, but do you have many of your clients that say, you might say, well, how are you feeling? Well, what am I supposed to do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> For you, I don't know. <laughs> but I hear that a lot because people are just disconnected. And then we're, we expect the doctor to tell us what we need to do. And 
I think we're all seeing what that leads to, and it's not really good. We have to start really getting back connected to who we are. So that's the beauty of something like this and the challenge of it, because it's not so linear. It's not so, you know, take the pill and get input, this output. It's, it's people respond very differently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I've had people say, well, this is barely any light coming out. How does it work? But then I, you know, when they experience it, they, they feel a shift. Or I, I shine it at somebody that's intuitive. They're like, whoa, it's really strong, even though you can barely see it. Mm-hmm. Because it's not about the amount. Again, that's kind of our Western bias and you know, male thing, right? More if the sun's good, more is better, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. In the work of subtle energy, that's not the case. I'm using 10%, the light here on 10%. It's all about the subtle energy, not overpowering. Mm-hmm. And I tell people it's like, that's really a, kind of an ancient principle. If you remember the, the scriptural story about Elijah and the prophets, and he's like, well, you know, God is not in the whirlwind, he's not in the fire, but he's in the still small voice. That goes way back to the subtle energy thing, that the zero point energy, subtle things. The, it's that subtle balance between opposites, that, that zero point that where the real healing is. And so I think that's Again, a counterintuitive thing, but something that the crystal and healing really brings out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I would agree. And I, I think we're in this paradigm right now, right, of especially in the conventional mainstream narrative, like the more force, you know, um, that we use or the more, you know, we hammer something, that's where we, you know, find, you know, we, we get the body back, right? And, you know, I, I think there's this movement, especially that the our patients teach us every day, especially with the chronic illnesses that we see in the complexity. It's the realm of, I really believe in what I've been shown is the sure that that medicine has a time and a place, but really to shift someone's physiology, interweaving these subtler biofield therapies, I like to call them, are really the things that can, you know, regulate the physiology again and, and also regulate the spirit and the the emotions and the and the heart, you know. And so I feel really I'm I'm so excited um, because one thing that we can even integrate into this conversation, Mike, is that some of these, you know, modalities, right? Because you know, there's so many of them and, you know, they're usually small manufacturers or, you know, sometimes they can be cost prohibitive or they don't have always the bandwidth to, you know, scale or so forth. And so I know your heart with um, making Solargem is to also making it more affordable and accessible to people too, so that they can use these on a, um, not only in a clinical setting, but also, you know, I'm assuming also at home, because that's where a lot of the support happens, you know, healing happens definitely in the office, but also the more that my patients have to do at home, I feel like not only do they feel empowered, but also, you know, these cumulative shifts can happen over time and they have the resources, you know, we're in modern times, right? There's always going to be stress, right? So how do we become more resilient and how do we have tools at home to help us be more resilient? So I, I see this tool bridging a lot of, you know, these, these concepts. Exactly. And it's interesting. I'm, I'm actually here at the, the place called the Institute for restorative health in Wichita. And these are some amazing doctors that I met maybe three or four years ago at a conference and have been using. Actually, they're on the third generation of crystal fusion light therapy. They they worked at another center, the Hansa Clinic, most of them came from. It was actually working with the John Whale equipment, who uh, in those you actually would hand balance the gemstones for each thing. And it, they had a lot of great results, but it was very time consuming and kind of a bulky piece of piece, piece of gear. So then they moved into a, a more compact product that I sold out of the UK called the Theragem that I worked with for several years. And uh, that was pre-packaged gemstone. So it made it a lot simpler and quicker to get things set up. 
But there were some issues with that led to this third generation. And, and like you mentioned, one of the big things was even, even that Theragen was almost $6,000 just to get started. Mm-hmm. And that's prohibitive for most people. I mean, even uh, a lot of practitioners, you know, that's a, that's a pretty tough chunk of change, especially for a solo practitioner. That's a, it's a big bite. My goal was to really bring this down to an affordable stage. And so I've, I've been able to do that by just allowing people basically to use an off-the-shelf light source, which cut almost $3,000 out of the cost, and then was able to bring down the cost a little bit on the on the gemstone mixtures and improve them. So uh, now it's about $700 for someone to get started because for the 6000 you could get into three different gem cups. That counts as the base. And, and that's good to have those those three foundational ones. But if you're kind of like, oh, I want to dip my toe in the water, you know, what's this really about? Because it's quite counterintuitive. You can start with one at in that six seven hundred dollar range, and uh, it's not such a big chunk that you're you know, risking. Mm-hmm. And an individual can afford that, and you can add on as you grow with it and learn. Because mm-hmm. the other thing is, it's it's quite counterintuitive. One of the big things that I'm really pleased with, because as we all know, and I'm sure you probably are guilty of this too, you take care of everybody else but yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what practitioners do. But yeah, we're not the best patients for sure. But what I'm finding is, and and that was interesting here when I talked to uh, the folks here at the IHR, was they were like, the doctors are taking these home every night and using them on themselves and their families. Our mutual friend, Dr. Marlene Siegel, just sent me a note that she had used this three nights in a row to sleep had just slept tremendously well, didn't even move. She said, I just was out like a rock and I didn't even dream and I didn't even move. She said, I'd wake up in the same position I went to sleep in. And bless her heart, Marlene is just amazing, but talk about a one-armed paper hanger. She's just constantly on the go. And the fact that it's finally got her to take this home yeah. <laughs> and to get that kind of results, it's yeah. wonderful. So, um, no, I, I love that. Yeah, no, and I love that. And I, that's my hope too. I mean, I know that, even a cat, you know, like a, you know, hard thing for the alternative medical community is it can be, you know, just the whole, not only the physician costs, but the, a lot of the things we do are not supported by insurance. So it can be really cost prohibitive for some people. And I, you know, we all have kind of the ethical dilemmas that we try to navigate. And my hope is that, you know, with our knowledge and, you know, you know, people getting more and more um, creative that we can really make a lot of our medicine way more accessible and affordable. So I appreciate your your work in doing that and helping us lead the way. So Mike, then you know we we've talked about what this is, and then I I'm so super curious because I want to get started and use these today. So you gave me the amethyst, which I'm really grateful for, and you shared. I have some ideas, but you gave me also rose quartz. Which can you share a little bit what rose quartz is about, and then we can talk about how do we actually use these on the body. Yeah, absolutely. Rose quartz is a beautiful one. And I think most people have been to the crystal shops or seen the little hearts that are made of rose quartz. They're really pretty because rose quartz has been associated with love and romance and the heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's been a big, big factor. And really what I've learned over the course of time is using the rose quartz more really helps to balance out the emotional side of things. And it will improve the heart physically too. And uh but it's interesting, I had one person asking me one time, a practitioner was like, was this more on the physical or the emotional? What is this what I said? They're really not separate. I mean, we break these things apart so we understand them. That's kind of how we have to work in the world. We break things apart to try to understand them. But then the problem in our Western thinking is we think they really are separate. 
but our, our emotions, our thoughts, our physical responses, they're really not separate. We just break them apart in this artificial way. And so I find that um, in, in a practical sense, what I what was kind of neat with this is one is this light doesn't have a timer, so it doesn't shut off. The 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 Theragem I used had a you could run it up to an hour typically, and it would shut off, and that was great. I'd go to sleep with it. Mm-hmm. But when I got this, I thought, well, you know, this doesn't shut off. I'm just going to run it all night. <laughs> just let it run, see what it does. And it, what it really started showing me was how deeply my sleep has improved. And I found that a lot of times I might wake up early in the morning. You know, you get that kind of you wake up and your mind's full of stuff going on and i thought well i started started shifting to the rose quartz when i would wake up maybe two three four in the morning and put that on the heart and sometimes it would take a little bit of time the line would churn and then all of a sudden the next thing i know i'm just having these deep dreams and i would wake up in, in many occasions and it's not every day but in many occasions i would wake up feeling of just incredible bliss like i don't want to get up not because i'm tired but i just don't want to move it's just, i feel so good and and the other uh, thing I've noticed from that is I almost never feel sleepy during the day. And um, you know you tend to get that lull, that two o'clock, three o'clock siesta time. That you, you know, one reason I noticed that is I bought this big uh, thing of like caffeine and green stuff. You know, you're supposed to drink a little pick me up in the afternoon. I thought I'm not even using this because I haven't needed it. So what it's really showing me is that one of the big excuses, right, is well, I don't have time to take care of myself. I'm too busy. Well, do it at night. What else are you doing? You're asleep. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love that. Yeah, and there's so much happening in the body at night to support, right? And so this seems like a really great time. So do you just lay them on your lay it on your body and you can sleep with it? Is that you know, or can it be around your field, or how did how have you seen it um, work? Like from a really logistical standpoint. Yeah, so what I what I suggest is you take it, and if you can see me, but about six, eight inches above the head, you just want to kind of cover the crown of the head. And it, it doesn't have to be the crown. It could be the back of the head or even the front or the side. But in most cases, um, you know, I'm pretty tall. I'm 6'6", I'm six, six, so I kind of have to sleep a little diagonally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you have a sleep partner, you, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a bachelor. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it, but, um, you know, want to make sure the light doesn't bother them, but the, the light's not very bright here. I do use an eye mask, you know, I think that's, but you know, about six, eight inches, most okay. people that are average height, there's enough room that you could just put it above your pillow. Oh, nice. uh, and there are different ways I show on the website where you can either attach it to the headboard or just lay it on a pillow, or there's any number of little tripods. And I mean, there's literally hundreds of little tripods you can, you can find that will work with these because they're, they're standard camera accessories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we have some things on the website we'll give people a hint and that's one of the improvements again over the other devices is they came with a big bulky stand and big power supply and that's one of the, the big things i'm hearing from my practitioners that have the older system is we love this there's no wires it's just uh, this will run almost three nights when it's in the most effective mode uh, without a charge. So it's it's pretty cool. You can certainly run it all day long in a clinic without having to worry about any wires. Mm-hmm. So really, it's just a way to prop it and angle it at certain parts of the body. If you're a back sleeper, you know, it's a little harder to get on the heart. I tend to side sleep, so it's easy to set it on something and let it, you know, kind of hit the high heart with the rose quartz up in the, the thymus and upper heart area. 
it's just the combination. And then you can use both of them together. That's the other nice thing of really bringing the cost down is that these lights are 90 bucks. So you can easily have two or three of them and use them together. And then mm-hmm. that creates a whole, whole other thing. And, um, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, thank you for sharing that. And you mentioned you're at, you know, the clinic um, that you're at and you're doing a training for the practitioners who are listening. Like, how is this best used in a clinical setting? And what are you seeing and hearing from um, your practitioners? You've shared some insights, but just bringing this to life for the, the clinician. Yeah, good question. Well, you know, typically our, our basic thing is we want to work on stress. I tell people the first thing is our stress and our emotional state. One of the things that, uh, that Charles Matthews brought out is in some of the healing methodologies he's used is that really it's all about moving towards and not away from something that, that pain and other things are stuck energy. Mm-hmm. And really life is about movement and flow. And when we have a pain, usually it's stuck and usually it's tied into, I don't want this. I'm in pain. This hurts. I don't like it. That sort of thing. And when we focus on the pain, our mind doesn't know that we don't want it, it doesn't see the negatives. And so what I've really learned recently is that the proper way to heal, and and, and we all do it the wrong way. I mean, we, we're kind of like, we're out there doing life. We're just, we're busy, we're busy. And we get a ouchie, like a little kid. I fall and skin my knee, fix it so I can get back out and play, right? Uh-huh. That's what we want to do is just fix it and jump back out there. But the proper way to understand life, and this goes back to ancient metaphysics, and, and, and is really life is way too complicated for us to do that. But what we want to do is really look at what is the big goal in life? What's the one goal that matters? Because we really are goal-seeking. Our minds are all about achieving goals, and there's really only one goal that matters, and that's the maximum goodness in our experience for all of our existence and for everybody. I mean, the, the better existence, the better experience, all of our existence is, wherever that's short on this life or many lives or whatever it is beyond this, is for all of us to have the best possible experience. So in terms of health, what is that? I want to be able to move, be physically strong and happy and have good energy and have loving relationships and, and you know, beautiful experiences, experiences, the wonders of the world and nature, all these things. But if you really think about those things, and put those out, write them down or make that vision very clear, then what healing is all about is removing barriers to that, removing bottlenecks, removing contradictions. Like, I'm not going to get there if I keep drinking these soft drinks. Uh-huh. And no, I shouldn't. But, yeah. but if I really see, wow, this is going to have a huge impact, I'll find a way to find something, maybe kombucha or some of this stuff, uh-huh. and look in terms of the bottlenecks. What the experience of things like the Solar Gem, in, in, in my understanding, is they're just given a different angle on things. It's just like maybe you're working on a difficult problem and you're, you know, it's not coming together, and somebody walks in, a colleague, and says, what about this? You're like, oh, that just opens up, throws whole light, a whole different aspect into what's happening. And I really think what's happening when you use something like Solargen is that the body somehow it's just giving a different angle in ways that we can't even begin to understand because everything we do is impacts us on so many unseen layers and, and, and so many levels that the body is getting just no telling how much information from this that we're not even conscious of, but it just shifts things. And that's really what I've seen. I had an experience recently. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was not feeling like, well, oh, this night, this thing's not really helping me. It's, well, it's not every night it's going to do it. And I felt this kind of eh, a little bit negative. And, and 
So I started thinking about it. I moved it to the hard on the rose quartz, like I like to do. And it was interesting. After a while, I could start to feel energy just starting to flow and move. And then all of a sudden, this awareness came to me that I had this, my mind had this plateau of, you know, that nature, all of creation is made to support us in every possible way. That God made the world to work. But even though I kind of intellectually know that, what I realized is my mind was at this stuck point thinking, well, that's only true to a certain point. And I'm kind of screwed beyond that. And I saw it. I saw that my mind had that kind of ridiculous assumption. Mm-hmm. And when that came in, it just something cleared and it was just like, boom. And so, again, it's that subtle thing. You know, mm-hmm. you can't measure that on a machine or an, on a on a thing. So anyway, that's kind of a, I don't know if that's a bit of a broad way of looking at it, but I think that's, I'll yeah. let you comment on that and we'll go. Yeah, 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 no, I love that, Mike. And I, um, I agree that the really what we're always trying to help our patients strive for is this idea of coherence and flow within their bodies and their lives, right? And their emotional and spiritual lives as well. And a lot of the times when we're out of sync and not well, or just blocked in our life, there are these, as you mentioned, contradictions, or there are these uh, roadblocks or obstacles that you can, you know, work with a provider, have insights on your own um, to help facilitate those insights coming uh, to the surface, right? And I think what you're sharing, and I totally am following you because I have seen different modalities, maybe in a different way, and I'm excited to use this in my office, how these other uh, modalities or these like even therapists or hands-on work or, you know, this realm of um, work can really have those really impactful moments that can really put everything into laser focus, right? And really start shifting the body and the spirit and the mind. And so it's dynamic, right? You know, I think everybody wants this roadmap, right? Like, oh, healing, do this, then do that, and then do this and like have it be a cookbook. But it's it's nothing like that, at least from the experience I have with patients. Sure, there's things and, you know, things that we see and, you know, things that we navigate, but healing can happen in this nonlinear fashion that I think the solar gem is, this methodology is elucidating. So that's my interpretation of all of this. And I'm really excited to, yeah, experience this more and more. Yeah, it's all about life. I mean, we're really here on this existence, the plane of existence. We are spirits in a physical body, right? And that body is dying and it's full of entropy. And it's only the spirit that raises us up that takes people like you. I mean, I'm, I'm so fortunate to work with people like I mean, just some of the most amazing people because you're not just taking the easy way out, getting a regular medical degree and going making your salary and, and just following <laughs> the rules. You know, you're kind of. <laughs> putting yourself at risk and you're doing things the hard way. And, you know, it's, it's people that have that spirit. It's like, no, it's all about really bringing life and bringing health and bringing well-being. And that's what we want to get to. We don't want to just become saying, okay, I'll take the pill. So I get back to my drudgery. It's like, no, I need to experience life more fully. And that's the whole purpose. Is, and that's a spiritual thing that works against that entropy. And something like this, I think is a tool that assists that. Mm-hmm. Now, I know like Dr. Uh, Richard Delaney up in Boston, I don't know if you've met him, but uh, mm-hmm. he's done really an amazing guy, just a wonderful man, was a heart doctor for years and then moved into more integrative uh, concierge medicine. Just And he told me that what these devices are doing is working on the uh, intracellular matrix. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of runs through the fascia, as I understand it, but that's kind of what stores the energy in, in, in the body. He said, I said, well, how do you know that? And he goes, well, I can't directly 
prove that, but I'm able to get so that's the first layer I've got to get through to get to where I need to go. And the fact that I'm able to get through it when I'm running this on the spleen meridian, for instance, with a carnelian, it's telling me that it's getting through that. And so that's a pretty profound thing there. So there's all kinds of things and the body really knows what it needs to do. I've, I've had so many funny experiences where people will have this tingling or that tingling. And I said, have you heard that or something? Oh yeah, well, I broke that arm or I, Mm-hmm. The funniest one was uh, a lady in England that uh, was feeling uh, tingling in her elbow tip that had been shaved off when she was a child. She had TB, and they, they apparently there's a therapy where they shave off the tip of your elbow. So she had phantom pain or phantom tingling in her non-existent elbow, tip of her elbow when we put the light on her. So it's really something. Wow. Wow. I'm a firm believer of that insight too, of what we would call the living matrix and how from our DNA through the cytoplasm of the cell to across the cell membrane into the matrix and the fascia, you know, this is a whole fiber optic interconnected system, you know, that responds to a lot of things. And I think biophotons and light, you know, being a really big one, right? That this network is communicating with light all the time. And so I can see how Solargem is helping to enhance and restore communication within the physical body from that lens as well. There's like a lot of layers, right? Like with anything, I'm sure, you know, hopefully in our lifetime, Mike will have all the language to explain why now this is working. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're just here to um, give people more tools to feel empowered, to get better, right? And healing not only their physical body, which just has a really physical effect, but it seems like also these other subtle bodies um, and how that it can affect our spirit and our emotions and our heart energy. So I'm super excited. And I guess that note, are you, do, do people, do you feel like they need specialized training to do this? Or do you feel this is pretty user-friendly? How are you instructing people to learn more? That's a real good question. Uh, it is actually very user-friendly. In fact, it's extremely simple, but it's quite counterintuitive. And one thing that's kind of interesting is I've run this on just hundreds and hundreds of people, both you know, not only the Solargen, but the previous ones I've worked with. And so I get a lot of people that are skeptics or drug their husband to the health fair or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they might say, I said, well, how you doing? Well, I don't know. I feel relaxed. But and the way they say it is like, that's no big deal. It's like, do you realize what a big deal it is to feel relaxed in this world? And this, I mean, but we don't value it. It just doesn't have a value. We, we kind of want to see fireworks, you know, his bang and all that. But the fact that you can relax every cell in your body, you know what that's doing for, you know, every aspect of your life is just, is, is just incredible. So so much of it is just counterintuitive. Like, I want to see this. Our minds are funny because our minds are just a mechanism and they're designed to, to, for us to survive and achieve goals and keep us alive. But they fabricate a sense of we know, we know what the outcome should look like. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, life is all about being surprised. How many times in life do we realize, oh, there is no Santa Claus or, oh, there is my first heartbreak. You know, life falls apart and it rebuilds it. And we do it over and over. And yet it always seems like, okay, that was a, a bump in the road, but now I've got it figured out. And so we get the next bump. <laughs> we never seem to overcome this kind of thing. And we're kind of designed that way as it's, you know, so we can survive. And, uh, but we have this feeling that we know what the outcome of something should be. I know what this should look like. Maybe it's this pain should go away or whatever. But what if that pain is actually a sign of something much deeper that you need to 
deal with because our body does tell us, it gives us clues and, and pain is there to, to point to something that's going on. And oftentimes these symptoms are much deeper than just a physical thing. They are, as you know, indications of our life to be so much better if we can solve this or, or remove this contradiction. And so really the training is more about breaking out of those mindsets and then learning to just listen to our body and to start feeling as you will become more intuitive in using this. That's what I have over the years. I've just gotten a much more intuitive sense. And like I say, it's more of an art than a science in a lot of ways. The beautiful thing is you can use it pretty much forever. These things will last. I mean, the light might break after a while, but you can get another light. But these solar gems should last pretty much your entire life. You can use them in so many ways and just start exploring. I mean, I, I was just at a winery up in South Dakota showing them how I can structure wine and shift the taste of the wine. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Which um, solar gem do you use to structure the wine or the water? <laughs> Well, you can use any of them. And that's what's interesting is the different crystals and colors will shape the wine in different ways. And so mm -hmm. some will bring out this aspect, some will mute that aspect. And it's also like, uh, for instance, an emerald, which is a, a greenish sort of thing, which is really good for acute pain, burns, cuts, inflammation. You can see the green there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one is, is really pretty. It's phenomenal for... Uh, I just lost my train of thought there. So sorry. <laughs> we were talking about the structuring and, um, you know, just a different wine or water and using different applications. And you were saying there were, you know, you could use different ones for different things. But yeah, and then getting into the emerald being good for pain, which is beautiful. That's a really beautiful shade. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. So the, so the green, for instance, is good for inflammation and acute mm -hmm. pain. And uh, I was just with Dr. Diana Wright, who's another amazing tissue and she had a recovered uh, from stage four cancer about nine years ago and has a whole documentary on this, which is incredible. But she just got the tube, the little uh, drip tube taken out. And so she had a, a pretty nasty scar. Oh, wow. And uh, in fact, we were supposed to be in South Dakota two weeks after this. I'm like, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> we wow. gotta be there. Well, she only used the Solarogen, no anesthesia, no pain medicine and for four days. And, and, she said it healed up dramatically faster. She actually gave me some pictures. I actually saw it you know, two weeks after um, she had it taken out, and it was almost completely uh, healed up. Wow. But you can actually inject inject this into the water, for instance, and then that will deal with systematic, systemic inflammation. inflammation. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can drink what you might want to be treating. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember one time... I took the carnelian, which is a real energizing stone, which is what we use for the spleen, because the spleen is the other key area, immune system, and really boosting how the mm -hmm. body responds. In Chinese medicine, most people have a damp spleen. Mm -hmm. So that's just putting out the fire in the body. Well, you can run the carnelian in the water, and it's also really great for the wine, too, but you run this in water, and it will energize you. I was drinking carnelian water all day, and I was so wound up, I couldn't go to sleep. So, <laughs> It can be your own little energy drink. I know, but, right? I love yeah. it. I love it. Well, I'm going to be having a lot of fun. And no, I um, no, thank you for sharing those stories. And, you know, I use a lot of, you know, different modalities for scar treatment. And this seems like a really a natural uh, next, you know, next one to integrate. Um, and so, no, I'm excited to see the results there. And, you know, I use a lot of neural therapy. Not everybody loves needles. So this could be another support for even children or people who um, are afraid of needles or, you know, don't want to go through the discomfort. So no, I'm, I'm really um, excited about that. 
Yeah, I really think that neural therapy, and I've been to some of the, the trainings with Michael Gurevich and Ralph Automander, yeah. and uh, the way they teach neural therapy is a perfect way of using this because it's terrain-based. And uh, I think you could probably do the same sorts of things. So I'd be interested if you try that some. Yeah. And uh, it's certainly very supportive of that, helps to balance people out. And sometimes that's pretty profound and people can get kind of overcome detox or other energetic movements. So this can help kind of bring them back to balance as well. But that's mm-hmm. it's a really complimentary to that. And I know Dr. Gurevich and Dr. Trivisano just have had amazing results with crystal light therapy. So. Oh, great. Great, great. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so many applications, Mike, and I'm really um, grateful that we've connected and that you've shared this with me. And I'm so excited to, I'm going to go to the office after this call and get to work and um, start um, playing around with these things. And um, no, I know that we're all in this together learning. And um, no, I just really thank you for your heart and your insight and sharing all of this. And if people want to learn more, um, can they buy directly from you or do you have to you know, go through somebody else? But if they could, um, yeah, just share how to learn more about Solargem. Absolutely. You can just go to solaragem.com. It's S-O-L-A-R-A-G-E-M.com. And you can read about it. There's an email list there. And pretty much I send out, we do live Zoom calls. And so you can just jump on that list and uh, you'll be on, invited to the next Zoom call. And we send out replays for that. And you can look at what's there. I've actually got several that I haven't even added to the website yet. So there's there's additional ones, but I'd be happy to guide you through um, and but yeah, you can you can start directly and just go there, solaragem.com. Right? And I'm happy to talk with you. You can contact me. My phone number's on there and happy uh, to, to connect with anybody about this. Awesome. Well, we will have the uh, website in the show notes and we're excited to get started. And thank you so much for your time today. Well, thank you. It's been my pleasure. And I really appreciate all you're doing. It's, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Mike Broadwell. Please check out his website, solaragem.com. I will be keeping you up to date on my experience with Solaragem, and I'm so excited to be using this more in practice and with my patients in their home. So if you have been enjoying these podcasts, I would be more than honored to have a review left on iTunes, and I hope you have a beautiful day.